Hello, welcome to the final swipe, a podcast about healing our hearts and finding love. I'm your host, Nikki Novo. Hello, welcome to another episode of the final swipe. I am your host, Nikki Novo. Just me today again. Just so many things I want to talk about. And I'm kind of picky about my guest and people that I want haven't been able to say yes yet. (laughs) So we'll keep talking to me until the right fits show up for you guys. I'm just, I'm not going to bring you people just because. So anyways, that's that honesty there. How's it going? I hope everybody's doing well. Thanks for being here with me today. I, um, have one of my favorite topics. It's we're going to talk about why some people are harder to get over than others. Um, or why like we get down on certain relationships when like it almost doesn't make any logical sense. Like sometimes, I mean, I remember having a boyfriend for eight years and then having a boyfriend for a year and a half and getting over the year and a half boyfriend was like so hard compared to the eight year one. I was like, Oh, whatever, you know? So, um, sometimes that comes up and it's like hard to understand why, or, you know, you've just been seeing somebody for two months or three months and, um, you know, it's just hard to understand like why it's a little hard to move on. And I want to talk about that today. So I see that a lot of my practice I have, um, obviously I've seen that in my own life, but I have, um, I do so many readings. So I see so many of you. I'm grateful for you guys to come and I'm happy to be speaking with you. But, um, with seeing so many people, obviously I see a lot of, uh, patterns and it's just been showing up so much lately for me that I just thought it would be, um, a good topic to talk about. So, okay, where to start? So one of the, the reason why this happens and I, for, I'm going to use the example of a client that came the other day. And as I'm reading her, you know, obviously I don't know anything about her. I, I pull a lot of my information like from meditation. So when I go and I meet with a client, a lot of the times they, you know, we have never talked. I, I don't know what their situation is, but I'm like, I came and I was like, oh, like you have this relationship that, um, and she didn't even want to talk. Like she didn't even like really talk about it, but I'm like, oh, you have this thing that's like <laughs> circling around you that like against your best logic. And she was a very smart person, very um, accomplished against your, your best logic. Like, you know, that this person's not for you, but for some reason, like, you know, there's this kind of keep going back and this thought that maybe it'll work. And, um, even though she was trying to date, nothing like really could stack up to that other relationship, even though that other relationship was like, not right. You know, for many reasons, like the person just wasn't, um, a good partner, you know? And it's not that she didn't know that. And of course her friends love to point it out to her. <laughs> um, but she, you know, she's just like, I don't know. Like I, I to, she didn't even want to talk about it with me, honestly. Like she, it was, it came up in her reading. So we had to talk about it and she's like, yeah, no, it's bizarre. And I'm like, well, you know, like it's bizarre because, um, there's a past life there, you know? And that's, I think, I wish I would have known that earlier because, um, when I, I remember, you know, going through like a really bad breakup and just being like, this is so ridiculous. Like why this wasn't that big of a deal. I mean, of course, um, breakups are hard because, or when we like kind of attach ourselves to what we think a relationship is going to be, 
and then it doesn't work out. Of course, it's hard because our brain has kind of already created a future with that person. So it's a little bit of a trauma to the brain when, you know, when it all starts crumbling apart, the brain is like, Oh God, like, where do I go? Where do I go? Like, what's the next vision? Like, you know, what does the future look like? Because I had already kind of visioned and futured with that person. So that in itself is hard, regardless if it's a past, you know, if it's a, if it's a past, um, life thing or, you know, or not. So that itself is hard. But secondly, we meet these people and many times we meet several of them. Like you guys have dated several soulmates. I, I'm like, I will put money on that. And, um, you know, there's this kind of feeling of knowing this person and some of those soulmate relationships, some of them may be like, yeah, we were brothers or we were friends, but then there's those soulmate relationships that show up that like you were actually lovers in a past life and you know, it didn't work out for whatever reason. And you were trying to make it work this, this lifetime. And like, those are even more, um, dramatic and hard and, or it was like my son in a past life and trying to make it work and that kind of stuff. So those are, um, have like an extra layer, but I can guarantee you if you've been dating and you've had relationships, like you have dated a soulmate (laughs) pretty much. And, um, I wish I would have known that because I think it would have made me help, at least help me understand why it felt so traumatic, like what I was going through. And, um, luckily, and I talked about this, I think in the, um, spirit guide episode that I talked about when I started getting into this work, I was, you know, an editor by day and, uh, you know, at night I would do all the woo woo things and I was practicing my witchcraft basically in my room in my, with, um, in the house that I was sharing with my friends And, um, I had this, you know, I I like was like, okay, I heard that like, I can talk to my guides. And if I talk to them, like if I tell them to, to come to me in my dreams, like they'll help me out. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So I did that. And in the dream, um, my guide had brought me into a past life where I was, um, with my ex and basically like I was, um, like some sort of like royalty or something, or like just had like a, you know, higher position, like financially, I guess, uh, socially just a higher position. And then he was like more of, a like a knight, like kind of just somebody who like works for my father, it seemed like. And they were chasing after me because I was like trying to protect a, um, a witch friend who was actually like a friend in this, this lifetime. And he was like, he basically like, um, was killed because of me, you know, like he was trying to protect me and like, since he couldn't. So there was like this weird resentment with him. And it was funny this in this lifetime, there was a lot of like resentment at me for no reason. Like he was annoyed at me, but like still wanted to be with me, which is really strange. And I couldn't understand it. It was like this weird, like wasn't even jealous. It was a little bit jealousy, but also like a lot of resentment and I didn't get it. And all I wanted was there to be peace and to like, for him to love me and for us to just be peaceful together. Um, and when I saw that, when I saw that I had that experience of the past life regression, it just gave me so much understanding. And I was like, Oh, Oh. And then I started, you know, and then as I started doing this with my clients, I just see like how, um, I don't know. I just think there's so much value in being able to have some of those, to, to understand some of those past life situations, because in a way, so you can definitely heal past life stuff, um, which I do do that. But like, even just knowing what happened creates a healing for you. And you're like, Oh, and that was really like the beginning of me being able to let go of that relationship. Cause I understood that I was like trying 
to complete something or trying to make something up for like the last time. And it just like was never going to work. You know, like it was just never going to, um, be, you know, be enough. And I was able to let it go because of that. And this last client that I was just talking about you, talking to you about, I, um, you know, did the whole like, okay, I'm like, let me go into the Akashic records, which are basically the records of all our past lives. And I'm like, let me see like what's there. And sure enough, I forgot exactly what the, the relationship was, but I explained it to her and she was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like makes total sense. It's exactly what we're doing this lifetime. And, um, just kind of knowing that, okay, like that's why it feels that's why we try so hard and that's why it feels so comfortable. But just because it's a soulmate doesn't mean it's supposed to last forever. And that's really something that we have to understand. That doesn't take away from the fact that like you will marry, you know, like you, you do have the option to, to be in partnership with a soulmate. And maybe you're like, you know what? I don't want a soulmate. I want like a fresh start, which is also, listen, is really nice as well. But the thing about soulmates is that when you've been with one, you realize that there's like a, a knowing and there's like a famil- familiarity that you're like, oh, I know this person. Like I've done this before. Like why do I know this person when I don't really know them, right? I'm just meeting them. And that that is, um, you know, it, it's, it's so comforting when we have it. And I think a lot of times that's what people say like, oh, I'm just looking to be attracted. And it's like... No, a lot of times you're just looking to remember and to be with somebody who've been with before um, and to feel to be with somebody who's familiar. And a lot of the people who experience that feeling and it doesn't work out, they think that um, that they'll never have love like that again, which I totally thought. Like I was like, I will never have love like that again. Like it just felt so um, deep and so old. You know, there's like almost like an oldness to it that... I just felt that anybody else that I was meeting after didn't have that. And I remember even like talking to my older brother about that one day. I was like, you know, I just feel like, like I'm dating these other people and, but there's just so many memories with like my ex. And I just felt like I'm never going to recreate those. And he, and it really just felt like I was like, there's so much history there. And like, little did I know that the history I was talking about was actually from lifetimes, you know? And it, yeah, it is hard for anybody to stack up to that. But there's other soulmate relationships out there and there's other ones that are not as dramatic, (laughs) you know, and um, that aren't so complicated and can feel just as good. They're just going to feel different because what you're feeling with that soulmate relationship is specific to like what you guys felt in those lifetimes before. And they're not always good, you know, and to not to not think that just because you felt so strongly that you're not going to have something deep again, it's going to be different and it is going to feel different, but it's important that we don't try to like stack up um, all relationships to that past relationship because of the feeling that we had. That's like specific to that soulmate relationship. And there are opportunities for other soulmate relationships. And for that reason, that's why it's sometimes, despite us feeling, us being very smart humans and being like, why am I sticking around with this person? A lot of it's like, I have to complete and understand why I don't let go. So that's when I think it's 
a good time and you don't have to go, you know, you can go to somebody who does past life regressions, but even like I said, you can say that little prayer before you go to sleep and see if anything will show up for you. Um, those dreams are kind of like those dreams, you know, those dreams where you, um, like, you know, it's you, but you don't look like you and you know, there's like another person in your dream, even though they don't physically look like who they look like in this lifetime, that's, those are past life dreams because we look different, but our souls are the same. So that that's pretty much how the dream will come will come true, come through, and just understanding like what needed to be learned or what needed to you know what lesson needed to be closed out or whatever will help you move past this person and to also understand that like there's other opportunities for you and that they're not going to feel exactly the same. But just because they don't feel exactly the same doesn't mean it's bad. And what you felt wasn't like quote unquote true love or or the one. It was just an oldness and a, and a familiarity. Like, I think I'm saying that word wrong, but it's just like a, like a knowing and a, like, Oh, I've done this before. And that's really what you were feeling not to take away anything from that relationship because it, it's real, you know, and, and it's old, but knowing that, that feeling that you're going for to not misconstrue, like to not misconstrue it, to not misunderstand it. And to not say that that was like pure love just because it felt another way. It's just that it felt familiar more than anything so real love can be very different than actually what you experienced and at least um, in my experience and, and what I see in my clients it's it is different so um I had this I wanted to bring up this one other client I had this one client who was going through a really bad divorce had children with his man and you know the guy just sucked <laughs> and um I was like I, I gotta see what the past life situation is here. Like, I think this is going to be very helpful. So same thing went into the past life and I was like, Oh, like she was his um, mother. He was the son. He was always disappointing him, her because he was actually like, we you know, fighting in the war and she was very religious and she wanted him to like go to the light and like go on her side. And she was, you know, just always just kind of like, they were kind of like, you know, she thought what she was doing was right. And he thought what he was doing was right. And they couldn't find like a, you know, a happy medium. And when I expressed this to the client, it like, she, you know, she called me like a week or two later and she was just like, that like changed everything for me. And she was like, I was finally ever already like ready to let go. Like, even though they had been divorced, but they were still sharing children. And, and she's like, you know, I, I've been doing that this lifetime. Like I've been trying to like you know, he's always disappointing me. I'm like always trying to make him what I think he should be and like how I think he should be. And, um, maybe that's not the right way and all that kind of stuff. And she, just by understanding the past life, she received so much healing from that and was able to let go. And actually like a few weeks later, she's like, I'm ready to like manifest love. Like, how do I do that? And so I was like, Oh, like, look at her. Like she is, like, and that was something that was just like not on the table for her before. Like she was not ready to bring in new love because she was still processing this past one. So I, um, you know, I just wanted to mention that, you know, you don't have to believe it. It's like cool. It's not great. You know, people go through life totally fine, not knowing about past lives. But if you're feeling called to this and if this kind of, if this resonates, I would, um, encourage you to seek out, to, to see if like perhaps you can get some healing from that and if you can just even just understand what was there and um and to see if you can you know cut yourself a little bit of slack and not think that you know you're never going to find love again or you're never going to find something like this again but that um and also I think 
it's important to um, just like, I want to mention that it's also like interesting when I see, cause I've had this before too. When you, um, have those relationships that like you feel so close to the person, but you're not like attracted to them. Like almost like you don't want anything, like you don't want to sleep with them or you don't want anything like romantic with them. That is also another interesting, but they like love you so much and they want the relationship but that you don't. But then there's also like this closeness. That's also like an interesting soulmate relationship to me. That is like, you know, uh, siblings perhaps. And like, you just can't go there. You know, you're like, I just, I can't find this person attractive, but there's also that feeling of like, I've done this before. Like I know this, you know, I know this person. Um, so to not beat yourself over that, to not beat yourself up over that either, to be like, Oh my God, like, why can't I just make this one work? And to understand that, um, the closeness comes from other lifetimes and to just appreciate that you have a soulmate that you're like, you know, experiencing life with a soulmate this lifetime that like you have met a friend who is a soulmate and, um, and then that's beautiful, but not to try to force it into something else just because it feels familiar. And to just understand that like we have, we, we are around a lot of soulmates. Like our sister can be a soulmate or, you know, our father can be soulmates, our bosses, our friends from work, like they're everywhere. Right. That doesn't mean we have to date all of them. So to kind of understand, I think that that's like a cool one. I had a soulmate that was, um, that I just couldn't like have a relationship with, but I wanted to, like, I wanted to make it work because it would have been like, he was like a good guy and, you know, he loved me very much. And it felt, I, I remember when I met him being like, I know this person like and I this was way before I knew any of this work and I was like this is so weird um but I could never like you know really go there because it just didn't feel like I wasn't I wasn't feeling um I don't know I just like didn't feel like I wanted to have that relationship with that person so that's also an interesting thing like when soulmate relationships and past life stuff shows up so that's also important to to just mention and to talk about so yeah, I'm trying to think if there's anything I want to share with you other than that. Oh, and of course, like after I knew this stuff, um, of course, the first thing I did, I, when I was dating, I would do two things. As soon as I would find out the person's um, birthday, I would check, I had this book of like compatible signs and like the first thing I would do would be like, okay, like are we compatible? And also I would check out like his sign in depth to see like, <laughs> I don't know, I guess it's kind of manipulative to be like, what is this person? Like, and I would just play with it. I'd be like, Oh, this person's a Leo. Does this, do these kind of like, if I talk to him like this or whatever, does it work on him? So I, that was always one of the things that I did, like check their signs and all that kind of stuff. And the second thing was like past life regression. At the time I had studied, um, like when I was dating, I was, uh, I had just finished like my hypnosis certification. So I would, I knew how to do past life regressions. Um, now I do Akashic records, which are more spiritual based. Um, and they're, I mean, they, they do the same stuff. It doesn't really matter. I just, it's just a different route. And that, the regression, you're kind of like, you're the thing about a past life regression is like, you are at the mercy of whatever past life wants to show up. So I can't go in there and if I'm doing a past life, I can't be like, okay, we're going to look for her and her mother. It's kind of like whatever, wherever your soul wants to take you is where the, the regression is going to take you. So if you find somebody like in your, in your city that does regressions, that that's kind of the only, that's the only thing I would say about a regression. Now, somebody who does Akashic records can be more precise and can be like, oh, you want to go see the relationship with your mother? Okay, let's, let's go into the Akashic records and look for that. 
So, um, and you're not necessarily experiencing it. We're in a regression. Some clients, like some practitioners can take you through the process. Um, but the, the regression, you're actually experiencing it. You see it. And then some, then a practitioner can just tell you, um, they don't, you don't need to experience it with them, but some people like to experience just because like they'll, you know, they can believe it more obviously than just being like somebody being like, Oh, you, you know, and you don't know if it's true or not or whatever. Um, so you could have somebody, I, I don't, I do it sometimes with people that I know can go there, um, so I will take them on the journey with me, but most of the time I'm just explaining like what is in the Akashic records. The regression is cool to do just to kind of, it's kind of like a, like a fortune cookie. Like, I don't know, let's see like what's in it. You know, the, the regressions are cool. So, um, I, so when I, um, when I was dating, I would always try to do like regressions on myself to see if like the person I was dating was a past life it wouldn't always work because I would I wasn't able to be super precise but funny enough that like when I met my husband um I did a regression and sure enough like we were we had we had lived lives together um but we were never romantic and um we were actually and we were quite distant in the sense that like I the lifetime that I saw we've had a few lifetimes together but at the time the lifetime that I saw he like worked for my father and I was younger so I knew of him but like you know there was no so and that's really how my relationship with him felt I'm like hmm I don't know I know you and I know you're a good person but there it didn't feel like there was history there so that was different so that's always like the things that and it doesn't matter you can date somebody who wasn't a soulmate um, and that kind of, there's like some freedom to that, you know, but it also may feel like, you know, take a little bit of time to get to know the person. Then with a soulmate, it's like, we, we know them faster in a way. So yeah, you can call in a soulmate. So when you're manifesting, you can be like, I would like to, um, bring in a soulmate who, um, has like my highest and greatest good in mind. And that would, um, be a relationship that would be peaceful and beneficial for me and for my growth and you know you can you can kind of ask for that in your manifest whatever you guys are doing to manifest in your in your rituals and your process okay so yeah sorry guys i really geek out about this topic so hopefully it wasn't all over the place and hopefully you got something out of it if you have any questions as always please feel free to reach out um via instagram dm or to email me at nikki nikki novo.com all right I will talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. For more guidance on your journey to the final swipe, please visit me at NikkiNovo.com.